Hello, my name is Danny and I'm a full stack software developer and designer. I've spent most of my career using tools and systems to create artwork on behalf of clients and myself. Traditionally, I have focused on using Adobe After Effects to create motion graphic pieces. Uh, and these days I write custom code to create art and tools for other creators. Today, I wanna to talk to you about creative coding. Middle Tech is presented by KY Innovation, the Kentucky Cabinet for Economic Development's Entrepreneurship and Innovation Partner. KY Innovation exists to support and develop Kentucky's startup ecosystem, and we are proud to work alongside an organization whose mission aligns so closely with ours. If you're a founder building in Kentucky, you need to check out the resources that KY Innovation has to offer. You can find more information at kyinnovation.com. So creative coding is a type of computer programming in which the goal is to create something expressive instead of something functional. It is medium. It is a medium for artwork first and a solution solver second. Now, with the rise in popularity of languages such as JavaScript and the rise of machine learning, many artists are turning to code in order to express their uh, creativity uh, versus using traditional pen and paper or even traditional digital design software. I'm going to cover a few different examples of creative coding, share my experience with it, and provide some resources to further your explore exploration if interested. So let's get it. One of the first tools that comes to mind when thinking about creative coding is a JavaScript framework called P5.js. So P5.js provides a catalog of functions and classes that a user can utilize to build a visual scene with code. Because JavaScript is a web language, uh, all of this is running inside the web browser too. And that is one of the most popular uh, development platforms out there right now is web technology, just because every smartphone, every computer has a web browser built into it. So artists are using P5.js to create still images. They're using it to make animated force fields, one line drawings, data visualization, NFT projects, interactive websites. The, the list goes on and on. There's so many different avenues and um, applications for this type of software, especially, like I said, because it's web native. Um, one of my favorite projects that I've seen come out of this P5.js ecosystem is in the NFT communities, and they're using it to create gener generative art projects. These projects partner with very talented creative coders out there in the space who use P5.js, uh, and the creative coders develop these artistic frameworks and code uh, with all these different variables and all of these different levers that they can pull in order to manipulate the output of the image. And they're taking all of this code and implementing it with blockchain technology. So now that the code for outputting these images is combined with the blockchain, artists are set up to create these big NFT launches using this technology. Uh, so when a collection drops, when an artist who has partnered with one of these generative art projects uh, creates a new project, they call it a collection, 
uh, of NFTs. So when this collection of NFTs uh, drops, there are uh, these collectors who go and mint these pieces. And when they mint these pieces, these NFTs, which means you basically put it onto the blockchain, when these consumers, these collectors of the artist's artwork, uh, mint these NFTs, the artwork is then generated using the transaction ID of that transaction that they use to mint the artwork. And it results in a unique uh, piece of artwork that is driven exclusively by the, uh, the transaction hash of minting that NFT. So that all sounds fairly complex, but the essence is that NFT collectors get a special P5JS artwork from the artist that is uniquely generated by the transaction ID. So when the NFT is minted, that is when the artwork is created using the code base that the artist developed. Really cool stuff. Shifting away from P5JS, one of my personal favorite outlets for creative coding is by utilizing video compression. There are some very talented artists out there that have been taking the data from compression of videos and manipulating it to create these really glitchy pieces of artwork. The way that it works is you first have to have an understanding of video compression and we'll run through that real quick just so you all are on the same page. Um, so in video compression, some frames are not stored as a full image. Uh, some frames are actually stored as motion data for where the previous frames pixel should be moving to. So um, some frames take the, uh, the full frame image from a previous frame and they have this bit of code in it called motion data that allows the, um, the compression to take the pixels from a previous image, shift them to a different position in the following frame and this results in a much smaller file size because storing the data for how these pixels should move, uh, this motion data is much uh, a much smaller file file size than storing the the data for each individual pixel. So. By tapping into this motion data, artists can redirect the motion of pixels and create these very super glitchy outputs. Uh, one of the best artists in this space is a person named Thomas Collette, and they do a lot of really great work using this technology and has some phenomenal pieces out there. If you are interested in this type of uh, technology and artwork medium, I definitely go give them a, a, a look. So they do some really great stuff. Um, so I've even created an After Effects tool that allows users to hack into this motion data and uh, create these really glitchy outputs using it. Uh, that tool is called Datamosh and we sell it to artists all around the world. So uh, that's been one of my experiences using Creative Code and, um, and giving it to artists all around the nation, all around the world to create uh, whatever type of glitchy output that they want to create. Now, the third example of creative coding that I want to cover today is called text to image. So text to image uses a supplied text or a prompt, and then it is taken to artificial intelligence and the artificial intelligence takes that prompt and creates an image. So this was made popular by tools such as Dolly, Stable Diffusion and Midjourney. Uh, maybe some of y'all have heard of those before. Those are all text to image 
um, artificial intelligent uh, packages that take text and create an image from them. Uh, so this new invent, um, this new advancement in machine learning and creative coding is mind blowing. The fact that you can take and enter in bits of any text and have artificial intelligence create an image is truly futuristic. Many artists have started hacking into this code and creating their own systems that these uh, that uh, output various other um, different. Uh, types of artificial intelligent images, text to image images, and it's crazy. Um, artists are really digging into the code of these neural networks and pulling some different levers in order to create different outputs that are best suiting the story that they want to tell with their artwork. Um, and these these outputs are completely disrupting the art industry. Uh, and a prime example of this is how in a recent high profile art competition, uh, the winning piece was actually something created using artificial intelligence and not using um, traditional pen and paper, charcoal, um, or even digital, um, digital image creation software such as Photoshop or um, uh, Illustrator or After Effects, it was created using a neural network and artificial intelligence, which is really cool. Um, and I've personally been working with this technology pretty heavily over the past two years, and I've used it in my own artwork as well. Last year, I was creating several NFTs that combined this text-to-image generation technology uh, with the video compression method I was talking about previously. And I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but I really do think that the results are unlike anything that you have ever seen. Uh, and this type of um, result is happening all over the creative coding industry. So many artists are taking multiple different types of technology, combining them into one and creating truly individualistic uh, styles and outputs from this existing and new um, uh, creative coding technology. And it's really crazy stuff. So there are more and more people learning how to program every single day and many of them are flocking to this creative coding outlet to express uh, their their own um, flair, their own style, their own uh, type of expressions uh, using this new technology. And it's a fascinating time to be following the art industry uh, because of these advancements. There's so much stuff happening in all different realms of the uh, artwork community right now. Uh, I'm super excited to see what is to come with this technology and all the beautiful vi visuals that will be created as a result. So if you would like to chat further, please reach out to me. I live and breathe this stuff every single day. Happy to chat more about it. But those are some of my examples of what is happening in the creative coding industry right now. And I'm only scratching the surface. There's so many different outlets, so many other languages that artists are using, uh, such as R, such as Python, um, all different really cool stuff is happening. So please reach out. Would love to chat more. But thank you for listening. Have a great day.